Hey guys, welcome back to the uh, comic book review section of Stapled Together. I'm going to be reviewing my last book, our last book for this uh, uh, particular week. Um, Daredevil number 606. That's with the continued writing of Charles Soule, which again... I, I, I do like to coin phrases for quite some time, but you can't throw a rock uh, in the comic books industry right now, in the comic book industry, without hitting Charles Soule. Uh, he's doing plenty of work all, all over the place. Um, Darth Vader, Marvel's Darth Vader, as well as this Daredevil series. Um, but issue uh, 605, it did kind of new storyline. It, it did also start with, uh, by the way, a of that forward to Steve Ditko, um, very heartfelt, uh, touching on his career and uh, influence on the comic book industry. Um, I discussed that uh, in, in when it, when I talked about uh, Amazing Spider-Man number three. Um, if you didn't get a chance to listen to that, but uh, book six oh six kind of jumps around a, a couple different timelines. Starts out with a with a uh, bank heist. Or a bank robbery taking place. It's uh, spearheaded by uh, Hammerhead. Uh, if you don't know him, you know Magia, uh, tough guy, old school gangster in New York. Um, basically, he thinks he has run of the city with uh, Fisk as mayor. Because, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Wilson Fisk is still the mayor of New York City right now. Um, but they're, they're robbing a bank, and for some reason, uh, I found it kind of ironic that the bad guys are using, rather than guns, machine guns, are using nail guns. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it made it cool to me for some reason that uh, when when Daredevil got pegged by a few of them, I'm like, at least it's not a real bullet, you know, but the shit, that's kind of hurt. Yeah. That's not good. It, right. it, that just sticks in there, too. It doesn't, it, like, goes all the way through. Right, uh -uh. right. Yeah. It, so it, it brought up some interesting thinking, at least. And and then, uh, you know, the irony behind Hammerhead and the Hammer and Nails. I'm sure that was purposeful. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, yeah, not, 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 I guess irony is the wrong word, but, but the, uh, Oh, that just creeps me out. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool though. I I, I liked that they were doing that. Um, then it flashes to um, Daredevil talking to uh, Frank McGee, uh, former Inhuman security head of security. Not related to the McGee from Mortal Hulk. Right, exactly, oh. completely. Which which kind of threw me off when I read went to read this book. I'm like another McGee. What? But he was in uh, in one of the earlier issues that I read um, that, that Daredevil had talked to him. But it shows Daredevil talking with Frank McGee, uh, once again, former head of security for the Inhumans and an Inhuman himself. He's trying to convince him to help him take Fisk down. Well, who cares about Inhumans? I, not to stray too far, but the cover for the Death of the Inhumans that came out this week was actually pretty cool. It was I know that cool. nobody cares about the Inhumans, yeah. but... Yeah, you did, you did point it out. It, yeah. it was a pretty cool cover. And um, it was the was semi-version on the Marvel side, which yeah, is weird. Yeah. I'm going to have to look that up now, because yeah. I did not get shown that. You were somewhere else in the store. I was looking, looking at comics. Aquaman's. 
Yeah, but, uh, oh yeah, you were looking for that Aqua Boy guy. Uh, Aquatic child. <laughs> but, uh, while, uh, you know, Daredevil gives a pretty, some or a somewhat, you know, a convincing speech as to why he, 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 Mickey Yusu was a former detective. He was on the police force for 20-some years or something like that, whatever. Oh. Um, so he knows that he's going to want Fisk out of the office. Uh, Daredevil did learn in the last, at the end of the last issue that uh, Fisk cheated his way into office. Right, yeah. Um, he did catch that in a conversation at the last in the last couple panels of the last issue. Um, McGee points out a building in the city, and he says, you see that building there? Um, that was built by Fisk's people, and underneath the foundation lie the bodies of ten of his uh, former business... Uh, associates? Not associates, but uh, rivals. Oh! Business rivals. You know, deep in, hmm. beneath the foundation, he's like, you know, you're you're damn right. I want to get Fisk out of the office, so yeah, I'm gonna help you. You know, so long as we don't end up and find ourselves in a similar situation. Right. Right. Um, and it, I mean, it flat flashes back and forth. Uh, like I said, it goes back to the bank. Um, and Daredevil, uh, or excuse me, Hammerhead has his thugs posted up so that uh, when Hammerhead blew the safe on this bank, you know, it caused a big disturbance, drew a crowd, and then his thugs took all the bystanders, or at least three of them, hostage, with the nail guns, holding nail guns to their head, right. um, whatever, and it becomes, you know, a ter- just a terror situation. Sure. It, and that's basically, that's basically what Hammerhead was after. He wants the attention, he wants the city to remember him. And know that, you know, the heroes aren't going to save them. Uh, it, the city belongs to the to the bad guys, and uh, nobody can do anything, basically. And then uh, uh, Daredevil busts in, you know, and and tries to break things up. And and this is what uh, what Hammerhead holds over his head. You know, it's like, look, what are you going to do? You know, when uh. Daredevil's uh, senses kick in and he notices that one of the uh, hostages is thinking about uh, making a move, you know, trying to break loose. And he really wants to warn him, you know, but it's it's just everything's happening so quickly. The guy elbows the other guy, narrowly gets missed by a nail, um, which causes everybody else to do something similar, headbutt. Their their hostage holders whenever they're baddies and oh. and actually this causes Daredevil to be able to act on stuff and luckily they are able able to overtake uh, Hammerhead's gang That's and good. whatever huh. and they were filming this live broadcasting this the bad guys were whatever and saying you know what are you gonna do city you heroes won't save you and then of course Daredevil after the whole thing goes down. He's like, we are here to save you, but you need to stand up for yourselves yeah. and look out for each other, be there for each other and whatever. I keep holding my fingers like I'm holding up a phone, like like I'm filming the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, like a camera. Yeah, yeah. but... they are practicing for they, YouTube. They did. It's it's great because in the artwork, they, they did an awesome job of uh, showing half of the picture through the camera lens and then show, 
or the phone, you know, right. screen, and the rest of it uh, on the outside. The the artwork was pretty great. This is a new artist, I believe, to the book of Phil Noto. He oh. has a lot of shadowy, gravelly looking, or you know, good artwork. Sure. One particular uh, splash that I sent suit on earlier will probably go up on uh, on social media. Was was a uh, a pretty iconic shot of Daredevil busting through the window at the bank uh, towards the beginning of the book. It was great. Um, it's very Spider-Man. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> later on um, at the bar, at the bar with no name, which is a villain bar, um, baddies are hanging out, and then there's a guy causing a disturbance, getting drunk, ordering shot after shot of tequila. You know, by by the twos. Anyway, oh. two shots of tequila, singing loud and causing a disturbance, whatever. Bartender's like, you might want to take it easy. If you rub some of these people the wrong way, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna take it lightly. And he actually hits on hit one of these villains, Wyatt's, and he even oh, makes okay. makes a point of telling him, oh yeah, I was trying to sleep with your wife. That's what I was doing, whatever. And so. Apparently, a huge fight breaks out at the bar, and Daredevil shows up to uh, to break things up. Thing is, the guy in the bar is claims to be Matt Murdock's twin brother, Mike Murdock, and he definitely resembles him. But when Daredevil shows up to the bar, you know, Mike introduces himself to Daredevil, and that's where the issue ends. So it's a, I, I kind of find myself what? in another, just like last week's or uh, two episodes back, Spider-Man issue with the with the double, you know. Now yeah. all of a sudden, what are, what are they doing? What are, I what mean, not that not that I hate it. I do I do love Soul's writing um, on continued writing on this series, but it, it was just another, huh? Um, they do make they do allude to the. Uh, possibility at one point in the book of, of Mike Murdoch being a character of of Matt's. Um, he said something about, oh, an old character, it's, it might be some time for somebody to make a comeback. And then that's when it cuts to the scene in the bar with the guy that looks just like Matt Murdoch. And he's cursing Matt Murdoch. He's like, I just want to go somewhere where people aren't praising my brother, you know, and oh, he's an asshole. Everybody's like, huzzah! <laughs> it was, it's a good issue. It was definitely entertaining. And again, that artwork. I don't know why not, they're not sticking to a single artist. I really like the last, uh, I think the last artist they had on did a five about a five-issue run from oh. uh, 600 to 605. Um, great artwork there, but I do dig uh, this artwork. It's reminiscent of some earlier runs that I've read. In the in the Daredevil series, but uh, yeah, that's about all. It seems to be a regular thing these days, though, or like there isn't a regular artist on a series, but they might be a regular, um, you know, writer. Right, right. Whereas, like, we found out just recently that Scott Snyder is going to be on Justice League Mm -hmm. for forty-five more issues. Yeah. Well, then he didn't. He didn't do the writing on that number five. It was someone else. True. So he like said that he was supposed in. to be on for fifty issues. So maybe until the 
55th issue <laughs> will be there. Which, I like how they're going to do that one. That's going to be good, but it's interesting that they do the, do the new characters, the new artists. It's nice to see different artists. Um, but yeah. also, you kind of want consistency so mm -hmm. you know that if you liked something, that it'll stick instead of it being it's everywhere. Like Spider-Gwen start, started off pretty nice, and then it went meh. And then it ended on a not-so-great-looking art style. I'm like, okay, well, hopefully they pick up a new artist So with the new Ghost Spiders. So I'm hoping... Dude, looking at it here on the line, it's definitely work. A, work. Did you just it, say on the line? Yeah, on the line. You know, oh. Looking looking at uh, Phil Noto's work here on the line. Uh, on the Googles? It, it, it's definitely worth a Google. He does great work. Uh, it looks, again, to be some maybe a pencil... Uh, Based with some watercolor, okay. great work on females. It looks like he's done some work with a uh, Wonder Woman. I saw a bit of Supergirl in there. Um, you know, what I'm seeing on here is is great work. And like I said, reminiscent of some of the earlier Daredevil books I've read with that uh, sort of watercolor. Some of the older Typhoid Mary stories, right. which is a, a character w which will be featured on the on the Netflix series in this season that's oh. going to be dropping this fall um i think we mentioned uh last week but uh yeah just just awesome artwork awesome i hope they stick with this one for a while and if not i'm i want to follow the uh the last artist's work as as well as phil Noto's work here uh, see what he goes on to if he doesn't stay with this book and possibly what else he's done you know some okay. of his back catalog for sure but that's about it. I got that, that's that's about all I have on uh, issue six oh six of Daredevil here. Um, it, yeah, that seems like a weird non continuation of the story. Yeah, the new story arc. Yeah, yeah. But still, with it's a nice little one offs. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It's definitely interesting to see where uh, New York City is and where Daredevil's world is um, yeah. with with. Fisk in charge, and what what they're going, what they must be going through. You know, this just being one major criminal uh, causing chaos in the city. Um, maybe we'll see a war-torn New York. Maybe we will see a city that stands up for itself, saves itself as well as be, the heroes uh, with it. Yeah, that would be nice too. I, I mean, heroes are heroes, but sometimes heroes aren't around and maybe that's what they're alluding to is right. that Daredevil's not going to be there to, to save people yeah well it's like the people need to be inspired by the heroes right right. Know, so that and they can represent themselves because the heroes are not going to do everything that's you know yeah, you kind of what they were kind of pushing with Superman you know you can't always save the day for everyone but right you know, at least you're inspiring them to for try sure. to do better. For sure. And I loved that in the, you know, in going back to movies again, I love that in the Man of Steel or Superman versus Batman, particularly when they discuss the symbol meaning hope the, and, and it being inspiring to people. And, and I think they touch on, they do, they touch on that a lot with DC. I feel like, uh, yeah. Smallville touched on some of that, uh, Flash definitely touches on some of that. Um, 
we see a bit of it, you know, with Arrow as... I mean, vigilantes yeah. is constantly coming up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it's it's definitely a cool Speaking thing. Speaking of Arrow, but this storyline kind of feels a little Arrow-ish. Like, if you look at Diaz controlling the city... Yeah. ...being in charge, and the villains and the criminal side being sure. in charge of the city and having run where the vigilantes right. are... Are banned, you know, yeah. Are vigilante band active, and yeah. It just, I'm not saying it's to steal it, but it's just it's a theme that seems to be present. Like, you know, what would yeah, this sure. happen? A, com- a common theme, and it's cute, it, cool to see them do it in different aspects. You know, I, I, I'm wondering, like Fisk, this horrible, horrible criminal, kingpin, you know. To the point where Superman, he's a guy who's driven Spider-Man to kick, you know, just go too far, you know? Right, right. So, and to yeah, see that. Going back to that Back in Black storyline, which I, we need I know read I that, read. Yeah. I need to reread it. I need to get... That was another one I should have looked at in the back issues there. That's definitely one I need to reread because uh, I know that, that Fish gets a pretty good ass whooping at the hands of old Spidey in the Black and for Costume. somebody to get Spider-Man to go against that grain, yeah, you know, for sure. to the point where he almost did that, but that puts him on a different level. And for him to be in charge, that's kind of I love intriguing. me a, a knockdown, dragout fight, and and that has happened in the page of Daredevil as well with Fisk, uh, back when uh, Daredevil proclaimed himself the Kingpin, and I just loved that. It just whooped his ass, and then drove. I think he was was in the he might have been in the bar with no name, Fisk, uh, seeking kind of shelter or whatever. And I think Daredevil drove a car into him, you oh. know, in through the bar into him. I I just remember Fisk getting hit with a car also, and then Daredevil standing on his chest like, "Yeah, I'm the kingpin, bitch." <laughs> you know, I just like <laughs> uh, my Jesse Pinkman moment there, freaking. <laughs> It's, but, uh, kind of, it's it's also cool that they it's still all connected. So Spider Man, as we saw in the first yeah. Amazing Spider Man couple issues back, the, he, you know, he's not only going after Daredevil, he's going after yeah. Spider Man. Yeah. I'm curious what other heroes he's interacting with right now. He's a calculating uh, he's a criminal he genius. Anymore. You know, he's. <laughs> I'm sure, uh, much like a, uh, much like Spider Man, he's got his. Or Spider Man, excuse me, Batman. He's got his files on everybody, uh-huh. and and his plan for everybody, um, just on a more evil, calculating level. Right, right. Yeah, but uh, exciting. I mean, it's exciting stuff going on going on in the book. Again, uh, great storytelling, Charles Soule, all over the place. Great, great, uh, great writer. Anyway. Again, I want to remind listeners that there's no substitution for for the real book, for the real thing. Please go out to your local comic shops and pick these books up. Uh, I mean, if you if you can't gather from from as much as we gush over the artwork and writing and storylines um, in these books, you know it's something you you do have to witness firsthand. Um, we may tell you the spoilers. Right. We may tell you what the ending is, but there's still the journey between in between those two those panels. Yeah. 
the art tells these stories these there's a lot more into the writing it's amazing it's an experience not just a storyline for sure and we're and we're just here to get you maybe caught up on some of the books you haven't you know been able to catch up on and give you a little bit of background on on what's going on in some of the books maybe you've shown an interest in um but yeah definitely pick pick those books up we want to thank our local comic book shop all seas collectibles at 1250 South Abilene in Aurora, Colorado, 80014. Say hello to the beard. <laughs> <laughs> Chris the beard, yes. Uh, we love the staff over there. Myself, I've been going there for 30 plus years and and great service. I found out recently, actually, I've been going there quite longer, so about 20 plus years. Nice, nice. Regularly, I've been going for like five, so there's that. But you've been—I mean, you've but been, in, been out there, of, in and out of there yeah, long for, for much longer. Twenty I've, years. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Over over a lifespan. Um, we love those guys. Uh, but that's it for this week, August eighth, for this uh, comics review. Um, I should probably be talking with Ooze about Justice League. We get yeah. number six next week, which I am looking forward to the Green Lantern Jet Lee, or Jim Lee cover. That yeah. one's going to be pretty nice, which I just got a sneak peek from the recent previews issue of the Batman, or no, the Batman and then the Superman covers that are coming up for the new Justice League's coming out. Yep. Looks really good. We got Edge of spider Geddon. Edge yep, of spider Geddon is coming up next week. All, all three of us? Gonna be yeah. For I, what? We're well, all going to have woo. one book? That'll, <laughs> that'll be the only one I discuss unless I do jump into Deadpool Assassin, which I've been reading. Um, it's going to be on number five next week. It's a six-issue run. I may just wait until that sixth issue yeah. so we can, you know, all jump in and talk, do that and talk about Spider-Geddon, what yeah. we're excited about, what we're seeing, and maybe a little bit of of uh, our expectations, if, yeah. if, if not of some, you know, uh, speculation on, on what's going to be happening. Yeah, for sure. And since we're doing these new episodes, depending how we, this format goes and how you guys like it, do like and comment and let us know. Please. Uh, subscribe. Definitely. Um, we're going to say that to death lately. Um, but we may do more than just one. I have Batman 53, and I'd like to, and depending on how the trade wins go, I hope to get a complete set of Aquaman. And that way I'll be able to catch up on that one. Nice. Very um, nice. But I definitely will be touching on, on the current issue of Infinity Wars number two. Next cool. week, yeah. um, We got some pretty shocking stuff. I kind of touched on some of the spoiler stuff. Yeah, last right. week. On last right. episode, or one of the last episodes. Right. Number to be inserted last, last here. Week. Four, five, one, three, two. Four. <laughs> you could cut it. Uh, I'd like also to touch, touch base on the third party um, image comics, Weatherman. Um, that's right. Yeah, that's a, a sort of uh, series you've been enjoying for since since I've only read the first issue at this point, but issue three will be out, and then I'll be able to kind of touch a base on it. Touch a base on it. Touch a base. Touch a base on it. Touch a boop. Either it's like Jar Jar beats Mario. Um, and since I'm forbidden from Sonic, I'm not going to talk about that one. It's either Sonic Collusion. or Aquaman. Collusion. Choose. Collusion. I think we're going to talk about Star Wars Beckett, right? No. Definitely not. I will have Cape Carson and um, Has an Interstellar Eye out next week, which I 
am super behind on, but maybe touch on that. Um, and then we do have Justice League number six and um, Edge of Spider-Geddon, which we will all be talking about. Yeah, I'm actually. curious about how they're going to go with this Justice League, because we were left off with the villains and the revelation from Scott Snyder yeah. on their format. I'm curious what, the, what we're going to see next. Was it, was it every, every uh, fifth issue? Is going to be a villain based episode. Yes. Okay. And, yeah. yeah. Apparently, hopefully, written by a different guy. Yeah, that'd be cool. It just, I, I mean, I, I like Scott Snyder's work a lot, obviously, yeah. but um, seeing a different perspective and a different writer yeah. is is very interesting. I liked it so far. I, I, I like Lex Luthor. He's one of my favorite villains. So. Is that it for you guys, though? That's yeah, it. That's, that's all I yeah. have. I still have Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number thirty. Oh wow. Oh, did you get that news? Okay. I did, yeah. yeah. I had read about it prior to oh, what okay, you said. Cool. There's been a lot of stuff rumblings about the new movies and such, but it'll be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just got some interesting news about the one-shots that are coming out for... Not the what-ifs, but the, but the uh, Infinity Warps? No, one-shots for Power Rangers. Oh, for Power Rangers. Okay. Set. Guys, uh, Anchor FM is going to be our home site where you can reach us, but of course we're available on Spotify and nearly anywhere else you can find podcasts. Now on TuneIn.com. Nice. Yeah. We're on that one now. Awesome. And we do have our Facebook page back up, which I'm sure everyone will see by by listening to this episode, um, but we did get that back up. We already have a poll up on both uh, Twitter and Facebook. We have it on Twitter. We will have mm-hmm. it on Facebook by the time you hear this episode, hopefully. <laughs> nope. um, There's a possibility. Who a knows? Possibility. Um, <laughs> but make sure you follow us on that. Um, always comment. Tell us what we're what you like, what you don't like. Leave us a review. And to end on a quote this week, uh, I, I chose one from an actual comic book that, I mean, I haven't read, but thought it was pretty great you only have your thoughts and dreams ahead of you you are someone and you mean something and that's what we're end off that's awesome we'll see you guys back here next week for the comic release week of august 15th take it easy see you then have a good night bye <laughs> time, time of day, day. <laughs> <laughs> bye Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed this, go to Blomick Stapled, connect with us on social media, and of course, like and subscribe so you don't miss out. Music is brought to you by Kevin McLeod. Find more of his music by visiting incompetch.com or clicking on the link in the description. If you want to listen to more, find us on anchor.fm, our website at stapledtogetherpod.wixsite.com, and pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. And always remember, it's a scary world out there, but at least we have comics.